0: So, when we last left you all, you know, Pippa had a little bit of a memory uh, or went down a memory road about the time she got attacked by a worm and almost killed way back in like episode two. Uh, as she felt the ground move, and three giant worms. They were a little bit bigger than the last one she dealt with. Uh, just, just a tiny bit. And uh, yeah, then the battle ensued. Uh, you all had uh, a tough time. Minette, Minette almost died, or technically died, and then her, her spell power stuff re- <laughs> resurrected her. Uh, she has risen, part two, um, as, mm-hmm. as we have discussed and uh and you all were pretty worn out this battle happening right right after a battle with a giant piece of rock or two giant pieces of rock that uh gave you some pretty good rubies but still were were tough because well they're rock
1: yeah they're brutal that was brutal
0: (laughs) So Buck Narla, uh, sensing your, all, all of your wariness, uh, set up another mor- mushroom fortress for you all to camp out in uh, and get your rest. Uh, and I believe you were all doing, you did all your healing off air. You did your rest. So you guys are fully rested. You see the, the mushrooms, like I had explained a couple episodes ago, the mushrooms that grow around the circle of where you guys are staying. Every time an hour passes, one of them disappears, signifying how much longer you have. Uh, Till this cool. uh, home disappears, or this little mushroom hut. And uh, yeah, what are y'all going to do to prepare for y- your continuing adventures?
2: First of all, I want Angel to make his cooking roll to see if we get the oh, Suhoop yes. bonus oh. for this episode. <laughs> Take that off our notes. Cook, Angel, cook. <laughs>
0: uh by the way just to give you so we are going to in the future now just make it a little more fair to competing rolls. it's going to be what i randomly roll plus 14 a d20 plus 14 plus against roll, your profession roll, roll, roll. to determine uh to determine uh if you get it or not
1: damn i rolled a seven okay well 26 oh. <laughs> that was a very
0: low roll <laughs> oh, no. oh, roll low dustin roll low I rolled a twenty-two, so you guys Oh, did. oh yay! yay. Yeah. yay. <laughs>
1: oh, barely. I'll describe it when it's breakfast time. But okay, um, we maybe got those, what? Well, maybe bonus.
0: Maybe in the future, what will the angel is? Uh, all this roll whatever a d twenty plus whatever your profession is cooking. So it'll be my be cook- my profession cooking. Basically, oh, versus okay. your profession. Cooking.
1: Okay, no, that's a good idea.
0: It, we'll, we'll have a, a sh- uh, an iron chef, <laughs> like nice. uh, 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 a secret
1: ingredient. Worm
0: guts. (laughs) Oh, that's we're gonna have menudo for breakfast. No, no, we're in a mushroom Mm. hut. The secret ingredient is mushroom. (laughs) Oh, mushroom risotto. Risotto. Yeah,
1: no, I was trying to, I was trying to butcher it, but in butchering it, I was like, (laughs) how do I butcher this really well? (laughs) I
0: just, I butchered me butchering it up. So, uh, Braxis, what do you end up cooking? Because it ends up not being the best you've done, but of course the best, not... Okay. You're okay is like gourmet compared to most foods out there. So. Okay, cool.
1: Okay, let me let me set the scene. So tired. I'm picturing <laughs> Barknala setting up their mushrooms. Um, you know, sanctuary. Abraxas is pretty much still kind of like on that high alert vigilance mode. So while they're casting, he's like patrolling the area. And even after it's cast... He's going to kind of do like a little circumference check and it it takes him a while to get kind of settled in before like the rest happens. So that's kind of like, I guess, the pre pre rest. Um, It takes him a while agitated, settling down. And in the morning, so again, early riser, it's I don't know who's up but it's taking him a long... T- oh, so then if Minette's up, it takes a Abrax a good maybe three times as long as it takes him normally to set up his circle. And um, well, I guess, oh, it's not a circle. He he does a different configuration on Triaxis. Uh, that's right. To set up well, his little meditation area and almost seems to like almost get through and has to restart. It gets through and he's like... <sighs> so it's taking him well while to get focused, but by the time... He's in the zone. It's probably like at least the most at peace that you've seen him since Andromeda uh, has passed where, you know, he's getting his even breathing. He's getting with kind of the pace of the, uh, the pulse of the planet and seems at least a little lighter when they finish putting their stuff away. Doesn't seem kind of basically as anxious and agitated. And then after putting everything away, then it's getting out the whole kitchen set, which, you know, he bought at the last market. You know, he's got his little pots of different sizes, his little cookware. He has his very fancy spices. And so let's <laughs> see, for breakfast, there is the worm guts. So you know what? He's going to clean out some worm guts and going to make a kind of like a menudo type soup, but definitely will slice in. So it's going to be a breakfasty mushroom menudo <laughs> Worm men- menudo. That's okay. that's what's there. Yummy. Does Barknala have any like rations that are like veggies? Maybe he'd put in like some extra veggies in there if she has any.
0: <laughs> well, uh, uh, what oh God, what is the name of this spell? I'm drawing a, blank. a Mushroom. I always want to call it Mushroom Fortress, but I'm pretty sure that's not what it's called. But I believe that the spell works a lot like the mansion version. The, um, whatchamacallit's Magnificent ma- Mansion. And that means food is provided, so but in this, the form of this is a little mushroom garden full of different kinds of mushrooms. santrells, a little shiitake, whatever the triaxian oh, equivalent okay. mushrooms. And, of course, the coveted, um, oh, what's the thing that everybody... Truffles? Truffles, yes. Uh, mm. uh some black and white truffles and all kinds of stuff like that. Wow. Uh, probably some Fancy. natural grains growing, too. Oh, then...
1: Okay, then he'll do maybe some rice, like a very quick, uh, a quick rice type deal. So it'll be menudo, a rice, but definitely seasoned. You get a little, get a little uh, cilantro in there, maybe get a little oregano. Mm, mm, mm. But that's that's what's for breakfast. And you know, he he'll hum, so you know he's kind of kind of healing the best. You know, yeah, healing happens, so he's kind of healing the best he can, and is humming while he's cooking. He's doing his like top chef, the knife just going really quick as he's getting more and more practice. Maybe if um, he sees Manette looking, maybe he'll try to do like a fancy thing where like spins something (laughs) on the top of the knife and like slices it and whether maybe he messes up at some time and he just picks it up off the floor and eats it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or he licks it and still puts it in the pot anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, she, she's like chuckling watching you do all this. And all I, I will say the reason I, you know, Minette is always awake first. The reason being that she has restful armor from her god. So oh, yeah, like, that's right. right. Like literally the minute the day was over before, like after the worm fight, and she was kind of just like, damn, I died again. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Let's reflect on that after a sleep. And and literally just, like, zonked out as soon as the mushroom circle was up. And then woke up two hours later to everyone sleeping. And has since been, um, like, praying. She prayed for a good, like, four hours probably. And then was just pacing around thinking about battle. <laughs> kind of just thinking about how best to move forward. And, like take more care about uh mm-hmm. her safety because she's she's tired of feeling like like she's not good enough. <laughs> um and sometimes that comes back up. You know, she's not she's not as like self-conscious as she used to be. She grew a lot while she was away. But it's something that, you know, every every time she falls in battle technically it manages to come back with Kepri's power. She's like, "What? What am I missing right now? There's something I'm feeling inside of me that's kind of missing." And so she's just pacing around, thinking and you know plotting. <laughs> um, and then by the time Abraxas is cooking, she's just yeah, she's watching him. She's she's like practicing swordplay in her little corner, but also watching him and laughing when he's. <laughs> <laughs> licking food and putting it in our food
1: <laughs> oh, he's probably asking you questions when he sees you he's like well, wait 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 what did he do with your foot there and so he's he's cooking but maybe that's what his low role is he's like super <laughs> distracted because uh, now, he, you know, he's got a piqued interest in, you know, combat. So if he sees you doing something like, whoa, 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 hey, uh, can, can, can you do that again? So that's, I'm, I'm going to attribute that, but in a positive way for the low role because he would totally be in observing.
3: Yeah, she, she's doing like forms, like kata, which is what you do in, in karate. You do slow, you do the movements slowly um, when you're learning how to do the form. And so she's doing it like that <laughs> to to show Abraxas.
0: Also, at breakfast don't forget your rod of meat for your daily daily, uh, daily meat production. Uh, you can make up to six pounds he, of meat.
1: He usually does that just for himself throughout the day. It's like, you know, the the, the cheese and the TV, you know, you see the cheese whiz. The people are just like, Arr. he just does that. So dr- while they're walking, he just puts the rod oh, no. in his mouth. And so he Ugh. does that until it empties out. So he sometimes uses it for the party cooking, but for the most part, it's his I mean, snack rod.
2: Pippa Pippa did get it for you for your own personal use. So oh, that's probably he, He'll probably, like, every
1: time he uses it, it just looks at you and does that kind of hand-heart thing, like,
4: Oh, so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to him, this is like a legendary artifact, and all other magic items compared to this are dumb. And this is like the only thing that the only mages one that should only make things like this, and the world would be a better place. <laughs>
0: a uh, kind of a hilarious thing happens when you wake up is apparently the mushroom fortress thought you were part of the scenery as a statue because oh, wow. oh. you probably sleep very still. And when you wake up, there's little mushrooms growing all over you. You have like a beard of mushrooms. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Byani's like, ho, ho, whoa, I'm a fun guy covered in fun guy. This goes over to the soup and just go, and he just shakes his beard into it. And he's like, oh, I'm cooking.
3: Oh my god.
4: <laughs> you set me up for that. It was your fault. Oh the pun <laughs> threw me off. Oh I wasn't ready for it. Oh Angel <laughs> loves puns. Super
1: effective. And oh, it was so bad.
4: It was a really bad one, but it was like I said, <laughs> you set me up for that, Dustin. <laughs> I have no regrets. Dustin loves puns. I must say, I love puns.
3: <laughs> oh God, we uh, have three out of five. Yeah, Oh, but yeah. So Biony's just like <sighs>
4: that's a shame. Just shaking off yeah. mushrooms. <laughs> She's like, oh, this is this is dope, Braxis. It's real tasty. He just starts gobbling it. <laughs> <laughs> Very anime where the, where 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 he's just grabbing stuff and shoving into his mouth.
0: <laughs> so you all uh, you all do that. You, you, is there anything else you want to do before you get on your way? Yeah, Pippa, we didn't hear from you. What were you up to?
2: Pippa is pretty quiet. She's she smiles when Bayani makes his fun guy <laughs> joke. She. <laughs> She watches Abraxas and Minette Ducatus for a little while, but she seems like she's just perfunctorily going through the motions of getting ready to go. She's very meticulous. She's checking over all of all of the packs. She's making sure she doesn't have a single hair out of place. She's got a little hand mirror up and but just quiet. Doesn't seem doesn't seem like she's quite all there right now.
0: Bionni, you notice the crocodile on the back of her robe has gotten a little bigger, more detailed.
4: I think from across the camp with no subtlety, Bionni just goes, oh, Pippa, what's with that croc on your shawl? (laughs) Has everyone else been noticing that? It's like bigger.
1: I mean, it's totally rad. He would take the big draw from his bowl, like just finish it in one gulp. Because that's one of the items that was kind of like on the back of his head to ask her about. I was like, like mm-hmm. yes, yeah. that's new, right?
2: She slowly lowers the hand mirror, puts it down face, face down and looks over her shoulder and goes like, oh, yeah, I guess that is um, that is a crocodile. Don't look at me. It Why? just was the design. It came this way.
4: Why is it growing?
2: Uh it's growing.
4: Yeah. I'm not crazy, right? You all you 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 both <laughs> oh, are still yes. in this too. Okay.
2: I mean, it's on my back, so I I don't know. Huh. Must be a fun feature of the magic rope. Can I do like a spellcraft?
1: Well, as long as it's supposed to work that way.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean if you wanna if you wanna spellcraft
3: it, feel free. Mm. Oh, I got a twenty eight. I don't have a very big bonus. <laughs> But I, that's I, pretty I, really I, fantastic. Role. I only have
1: one rank in there. I didn't pay a, a lot of attention to those uh, from the druid A little bit. <laughs> um, I,
4: it's just a nice crocodile. <laughs> oh, you want me to do magic? No, <laughs> I can punch it, <laughs> but no, I can't. I'm not gonna do magic. You got this from Ziggy,
3: correct? It's meant to yeah, tie to your
2: one of the items. There, it's supposed to the stitching in it is supposed to enhance my abilities. Maybe I'm just getting more powerful, and that's why the crocodile's growing. Which that would be—that'd uh, be neat, right? Why? What do you? What do you know? Do you know something about these that I don't?
3: I Manette sort of quirks her mouth and she says, "Normally, I mean, I've—I'm uh, not going to lie to you. I've never seen this kind of robe do that, so I'm not sure what it means necessarily. I—it's just in my experience, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, I've seen." The same thing on some of my comrades. It's just that their symbol of power did not grow. But you may be right. It it could signify that you are growing stronger. Pippa's brows have knit
2: together in a very concerned look of, huh, well, I guess that's something we'll have to ask Ziggy about. Maybe this one has special properties, I suppose. Maybe. What were the other symbols of power? I honestly don't. I don't know.
3: She, she shrugs again. Uh, well, a friend of mine who could transform into a dragon, uh, his was a dragon. So That's pretty cool. <laughs> Pippa, why didn't you get that one?
2: I don't know. I'm, I should have asked for that. I didn't know there were different kinds. I thought that they came like this. Uh,
3: that's That's not how it works. It did not have the dragon on it when he received it. The dragon appeared. There's something inherent to you. Oh, like
4: a Zodiac sign.
3: Sure. Yeah, you could think of it. Sort. Well, no. But also, I guess, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Minette's like frowning a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> Manette isn't sure because they can take different forms. But she understands that this is tied to Pippa's bloodline. She's just kind of rolling around in her head what she wants to say about that. And so she's kind of silent for a moment. And then she, she just kind of puts a, it out tentatively and says, so, okay, here's the thing. My friend had the blood of dragons in him. And that's what allowed him to do certain spells. Uh, you know, I don't want to speculate too much, Pippa, on what it is you are tied to. Angel, roll
0: me a knowledge nature.
1: I rolled an eight on the flipping dice, so uh, wow. 22.
0: Uh, that's enough, though. You don't need much for this. Uh, you remember distinctly that some of the times that you have looked at Pippa, when she has gone through a little bit of a weird change, her eyes look like that's crocodile weird. eyes. Um and like you noticed, remember a time when her t- their skin had turned a green tint. Uh, very I do briefly. remember that.
2: Wait, so you're saying? I mean, because I honestly, I don't know where my powers come from. No one in my family that I know of has ever done magic the way I can, and my my mother ha- certainly didn't have powers. And I've never, I'd never seen my father do anything, in especially explicitly magical. But are you saying yeah. that this is coming from? My blood? Yes.
0: I think I think with your spellcraft, Manette, I think it would be very tertiary knowledge, but you do know that you're you're kind of piecing together all this stuff, and you know that the bloodline you are thinking most associated with a crocodile is has a tendency to be very charming very uh, magical around mm. their charms. I think you would know that much. I'm going to say that you know as much about this bloodline as you want to know then.
3: Manette sort of interlaces her fingers and looks down at the floor and she seems to really be contemplating whether it's like... Ultimately, y- y'all wouldn't know what she's contemplating, but she is contemplating whether it's the best thing to tell her or not. And I think ultimately... Mm. Because she respects Pippa a lot and like doesn't want to hide things from her, she does finally name what she knows. And Pippa, you, the only thing <laughs> I can think of that you could be related to is a Rakshasa. And can I make a knowledge check to
2: see if I recognize what that is? <laughs> Give me a knowledge arcane. Uh, there is a good chance that she has... No clue. That is a seven. Oh no!
1: Is that a is that a type of crocodile? Because you know, Pip. I have noticed on certain occasions when you draw upon your powers, you uh, take on crocodile-like features. Are you shitting me? Crocodile rock. I I don't think I. I don't. Wait, have I mentioned? I do. It? Uh, you know, we're constantly under attack. It did slip my mind. You're very just famous. telling
2: me that. I, I just thought uh, transformed vision is. goes blurry sometimes, <laughs> but I think my eyes oh. were changing shape. Oh.
1: I just Vanessa's thought it like was holding out her hands like. Duh. Some of my friends, some of my very best friends, are crocodiles or can turn into crocodiles. I just thought, oh, you know what? I forgot for the other races. You're you're not used to turning into other things. I'm so sorry, See Especially not with my
2: per- without my permission. I-
1: Oh, well, oops, well, sometimes also (laughs) your skin takes on a crocodile-like hue.
2: If Pippa seemed like she was just going through the motions this morning, she seems very much alive and focused now.
3: (laughs) The only other, I mean, that's most likely. You could also be related to Sobek of of, uh, Osirian. That's very unlikely, to be honest, but... um, (laughs) Yeah, don't... (laughs) Uh, that doesn't seem
2: super likely so pippa pippa's processing all this news she doesn't know what a Rikshasa is she's a little scared to ask but she is going back in her mind and remembering remembering that moment in that in her mirror dimension right before andromeda pulled her out mariusa was telling her some things about reaching certain power levels, one to take over her body at a certain point that she had sort of dismissed as, well, that lady's a nutcase. <laughs> she's she's clearly a power-hungry person, and I am getting stronger, so I, I don't know, I guess, and then sort of forgot about it and is now thinking about it in a bit of a new light.
3: Minette chimes in again and says, what I know of says, and please don't take this
2: i mean uh, listen here
3: to go uh, let me refer to my friend again blood of dragons right dragons right on the whole oftentimes not great <laughs> 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 looks at abraxas not great right you know dragons are often <laughs> <laughs> the ones we have met have Arch- been Ar- pretty Ar-
0: good hisses at you <laughs>
3: We're <laughs> well, not, not a dragon, dragon in Not all dragons, of course. I mean, you know, we have, but there's hashtag, like hashtag not, not all
4: dragons.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not all dragons, <laughs> literally.
0: I- Name of this episode?
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Minette is kind of you know, she she's doing her best to lay this out like, gently.
2: Minette- Peppa just Peppa puts a hand on Minette's knee. Just tell me.
3: <clears throat> okay, so. Rakshasas, similarly, not great, (laughs) Um, tend to be born of evil, in a sense. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. You know, oh, and and fun thing, there's different kinds. They, uh, you know, crocodile is just one form. I'm surprised. I don't know why I'm surprised. That's pretty common, actually. (laughs) She's just babble. She's like doing that thing where she's recalling things <laughs> and just kind of babbling about it. Like <laughs> She, she kind of, she basically, she lays out for Pippa what she knows, which is that they're kind of monsters. Um, really horrifying to look at, honestly, because of the whole, they have like the backwards hands and their reverse joints. Um, they're kind of like, Horror movie monsters, almost. Uh huh. I mean, she's being much gentler about her presentation of it. She's just kind of she describes what what they look like and how they have can have different animal heads. Yeah, she she also brings up the that they're very charming, sort of uh, pragmatic type of people. But that also, when it comes down to bloodline, she she is reiterating that like you know, she's had friends with bloodlines that are not strictly from the best of places, but they were good people. And ultimately your bloodline does not control you. That's, you know, that's what she wanted to get across to Pippa. Like that's what she was scared of being able to get across to her. So she just says, you there's nothing about your bloodline that uh, this Minette not knowing, because she doesn't know about the white room or what, what's what's the room called? The velvet room. White room. Just the white. Just room. room, the 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 room. room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was the velvet room. That just feels so hippie <laughs> for it to be velvet. Room. Room. Yeah, I was
1: literally. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was doing a Persona thing.
1: Yeah. Um, oh my God, now we want to play it so <laughs> abso- bad.
2: Absolutely. I bet she had a velvet room at her mansion.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, we haven't necessarily had a proper conversation about it. So she's just going off what she knows about bloodlines in general. And she just says, your bloodline doesn't control who you are. Your bloodline isn't something that takes you over. So it's nothing to worry about. It's... It's just where your power comes from. And just because your source of power is evil for the most part, does not mean anything about you. How's that?
0: That was a very <laughs> minute way of explaining That's great. it. I <laughs> yeah. love that. And that and actually that would be the way Minette explains it because she would be focusing on the evil part of it, not necessarily oh, like the Absolutely. The skills, That's exactly the I skill mean- set. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. But hero point to you there for doing that i appreciate that uh that you because <laughs> you, you know a lot about M- M- and you. <laughs> you, you could have you could have given up the whole thing but you focused it on very minute focused thoughts and i appreciate That's that what i was i was goggles. struggling
3: i wanted to i'm glad thank you for recognizing that because i was <laughs> struggling i was like i want to hide this <laughs> But focus on this because that's where Manette's head would be. She'd be like, no, evil bloodline. It's it's chill, though. I know some people. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, I guess. <laughs> uh, hmm.
2: I guess you would know if I was evil. So that's comforting.
0: You take a big whip. <laughs> yeah, all good. <laughs> 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 Did it.
2: Um, I'm sorry. I'm a little overwhelmed at the moment. Suddenly, a lot of things from my childhood are clicking into place. Oh, she sort of shakes her head. Like, anyway, in, in your experience, do people with bloodlines like this tend to evolve in a certain direction? Do they become evil after
3: sufficient temptation, I guess? Uh, no, she she shakes her head and says, "No, ab- absolutely not. It's not, it's not something that consumes you. It's something you control. It gives you power, not the other way around." Manette does not know anything.
2: <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay.
3: All right. Well, thank you for telling me. Use that power, Pippa. Use it. Turn it into something good. Use it for good. That's what we're doing. And she kind of lays her huge hand on you. I always uh, imagine when I try to lay is my so hands. hand so huge.
2: Get the size of her Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget that Minette is huge. Pippa, Pippa will rest her much, much smaller hand on one of Minette's huge fingers. <laughs> and squeeze, squeeze gently in thanks. And then... Tuck a strand of hair behind her ear and be like, Well, that's enough earth shattering revelations for one morning. I think it's probably time to get
4: going. While Pippa goes off, can Biony sneak up next to Manette and like whisper in her ear a little bit? Yeah. Making sure Pippa's out of uh, out of range. And he just goes, Oh, Monette, is there any concern on our part that Pippa might violently snap? and become a monster on the battlefield because i feel like that's something we don't want to happen to our
0: little <laughs> my god we saving that yeah, <laughs> we sure don't
4: want that do we do we and he's very earnest he's like pants. it's a serious serious question he is 150% serious
3: Minette initially does one of those like the fuck are you talking about faces and kind of like <laughs> looks at him um, but then sees how serious he is and sighs and says no my friend no it's it's okay
4: what a relief! That would suck if that happened to any of us, right? Yeah,
0: oh. and, and as as you guys are having that little discussion, <laughs> the last mushroom on the on the like, cir- around the circle disappears, and you guys oh get pumped out of the God. mushroom fortress for the day, back in the cold. Oh uh, Abraxas he- totally gets his game
1: face on. <laughs> He'd already packed up everything, and and like he's his game face is back on. Like, we got shit to do. Enemies everywhere. Do do so he'll he'll although he will turn with a look of love to like the party. It's like all right, my monsters, onward. So we got the uh, manette of monstrous size, and uh, you know Pippa with the inner monster, and of course Biony, literal like, party beast. demon Pippa.
4: Yeah. I think I think Byone runs up to you, Abraxas, and slaps you on the butt and says, "Not a monster," and takes off. Uh, but, uh, Yeah, that one's a bit of a trigger word for him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's very much like playing tag. He wants you
1: to chase (laughs) Uh. (laughs) it. If Bayonne's body language is portraying that, well, Abraxas will pick up on that kind of very animalistic. So he's going to switch into wolf and kind of bound in his direction before realizing that it's like, oh shit, we have stuff to do. But he instantly kind of, it kind of triggered that kind of like uh, chase response <laughs> uh, from him, from deep, deep within Abraxas. He's probably like at your heels. He's like, oh shit, I don't have time for this. Uh, <laughs> he turns around and, um, um, well, using B-speak so he could talk Wolfie. Um, well, all right. As a reminder, we have an unseen foe at our back. So we need to stay at least um, forty or so feet. Mechanically, forty feet, right? Uh, we'll need to we need to stay a good distance from each other to not overlap the effect of the spell. Um, let's move. Um, well, if I want to talk to you, we can. Uh, honestly, I think we should. <sighs> I feel uneasy having this thing at our back constantly striking. I don't know if you folks want to not be able to move forward until we deal with his threat. I don't know how long that might take to track it down. Uh, This thing has seen us fight. He he knows the range of my senses. Uh, I, I believe he's taken measure of all of our abilities, so there might be a challenge. I have very limited flight abilities they seem to have no problem staying aloft. And uh, I believe Pippa, you had mentioned this spell has uh, quite a significant range. So it
2: does. Yes. I don't see how there's much point hunting an invisible enemy when we're already surrounded by enemies in this Canyon. Mm -hmm. I propose we get out of here as soon as we can. And once we're, once we're out, then we can discuss what we do about our little tail.
4: Yeah, punch our way forward. But until
2: then, yeah, we're too we're too exposed here, and there's too many other dangers we're contending with to focus on that. We'll deal with we'll deal with them when they come.
0: Fuck goes, Well, oh, we're still here. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure how long the rhyme Keeney is, but I I do believe we do not have much left. Just my knowledge of where the other side of this ravine is. Well. Nice. Uh, I think we're I think we're getting there. So hopefully we'll get to Sarnox soon. Uh, and as as you all are talking about this, you hear echoing throughout the the ravine, <laughs> and it just gets quiet again.
3: Detect evil. Detect evil.
1: I don't think that was the proper time to laugh. Anyone? I was even talking softly, and this thing has uh, uh, very keen senses. So let's. Uh, let's oh, then, I guess, if that's a plan, again, I will I will take the lead, Manette, uh, equidistance between me and the party, and you can get to us uh, either direction and then forward. But again, watch your spacing. And then, well, we've got this. He was going to say this, uh, he was going to call Bayani monsters. Like, um, well, you know, Bayani, you seem to not be. It's, you're a powerhouse, and seem to be able to decimate things with just a blink of an eye. I, I get it.
4: I get it. I'll killer glint you. in your
1: eyes. So you're a you are a practice predator. I can tell. So at least Wait. we got you, and on um, you know we got you on our side. Oh, I don't you, know you'd this make a really me. dangerous adversary.
4: Wait, what? What are you talking <laughs> about? A predator. I mean, I'm like a cuddly bear, maybe, <laughs> but well, not a. Maybe when but. you're around,
1: kind of when you're eating or uh, you know grabbing ass, but uh, you've never seen yourself in battle. <laughs> you you take on a very predatorial <laughs> stance, and just to kind of illustrate, he'll he'll kind of do his like mean kind of wolf face, like I'm gonna rip your throat out, like oh uh, shit, but more but more in the eyes than the teeth.
4: Oh. I mean this would explain like why sometimes in the heat of battle I just kind of like blank out. I always thought oh. that was just a f- feature of battle, you know, like just so into it that you just you don't you don't control yourself anymore. Oh, that's crazy. Cool. His eyes will go to Pippa and then Manette
1: really <laughs> quicks like, "Oh, um you that doesn't happen to you?" It does when I'm ripping somebody's throat out, uh, but um yeah, it's just like normal. Uh, well, um that's a very focused attack um i try to meld that with a strategy and awareness and i let myself um get too predatory that's never a good thing
4: i think mine comes from the yoga i do isn't that supposed to relax you oh it does that's how i go into like that relaxing like whiteout right like oh. like you know like a moment of zen on the battlefield and then all of a sudden like everyone's dead it's great
1: hmm okay well more on that later but great. he's directed towards Let's our go. enemies but um <laughs> hmm y'all bring up all the weirdest right. topics it's great now he bristles as far as like the animal sensing <laughs> danger he bristles a bit and just kind of all right well but uh, uh, p- put a put a pin in that i suppose
0: and he just bounds bounds ahead <laughs> I am assuming you are going to continue down the road the pathway and actually so
2: so something Pippa is going to do in light of how close this person seems to be following them is she's going to cast a uh, message a couple times which just so that everybody can speak to each other but essentially this is uh, you can whisper messages and receive whispered replies at a certain <sighs> Like range, it's a cantrip, so she can just keep she can oh, just keep refreshing yeah. it. So it essentially, I was gonna suggest that we all just use our sign uh, language, but we but not everybody, including Bucknarla, has that. Just as a way of keeping our keeping at least our like movements that. and the plans we're making relatively quiet
0: uh you do come to the next split uh there is a split that goes up to the north and then there's a one that goes directly the northwest excuse me there's a route that goes up to the northwest and there's a route that goes down to the south you do notice that the route going to the northwest is kind of starting to head on an upward uh, incline uh Mm. significant that that might be the way out of the crevasse Um, And then the other one is actually going down in a downward decline.
3: Uh, Sarnok is probably south, (laughs) considering all that we know. I'm not keen on going there. Better get it out of the way.
1: Yeah. I can do some reconnaissance first. Uh, That way, at least we have some sort of intelligence.
3: That's not a bad idea. Um, Manette cast protection from evil on you before you... Do that and
1: Pippa mm-hmm. casts invisibility on you. Oh, um, actually, uh, when there, when there, when he notices you folks cast, he's like, "Oh no, no, I, I'm not going. I'm going to send out a magical sensor myself."
2: Oh, oh. all right. that, that I like your, we're like walking I like towards that. you, like moving like, our hands like, like, we're around, we're like, and more more you're talking like, like, and like doing spells. we like, like, hold, hold,
1: hold, hold, hold. Uh, um, give, uh, yeah, no, give me a moment. He, he, he um puts out like a little a food in his um, arm. He holds it up and basically starts chanting in a kind of like sing song type chanting. Um, and there's kind of like a little motion of air a little bit. And what I've summoned is a spectral scout. It's it's incorporeal. Oh. And I'm going to say it's a, mm, you know, I'm going to say it is a something. I'm going to say it's an Arctic hair. There we go. And oh. um, so it's a tiny animal of my choice. And what I could do is it, um, it, can, it ranges out a mile. Oh, but wow. I could send it out to, wow. uh, uh, to Scout. And it could communicate cool with smell. me verbally. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can relay information to me. Anything that they've witnessed with perfect clarity, including sights, sounds, smells. Um, all right, my little friend, uh, go and report back what you see
0: so definitely the north path does leave out of the ravine uh the the little rabbit is able to confirm that and then goes down into this little area down in the southwest um what the rabbit describes this area is basically it's it's kind of a cavernous room and what's interesting is does you don't see through its eyes do you you just get like a report back kind of like a whatever right but it,
1: yeah but it can report back with with perfect clarity so anything that it sees it hears it smells anything with its senses it's able to relay
0: it does not smell anything but what it does see is a bunch basically the walls are lined with uh creature beings entombed in ice mm. um, like uh basically kind of like around the the, the circumference of the uh, of this cavern is just all these bodies entombed in ice. And they look like they're in ice cubes, basically, and uh, that's that's what it reports. But nothing moving. Nothing moving. What kind of critters? I don't think the rabbit would be smart enough to know what kind of critters.
1: <laughs> um, do they look like? He points at Barknala. Do do they look like uh, our friend here?
0: Uh, uh, there is a nod. Uh, there is a oh. few of those. There are some. Creatures that are size like Manette, there are some creatures that are size like Pippa. I think that's the best way it's going to do is it, it okay, will, it like will be able I point to point at different
1: people's like this, this.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Perhaps Sarnok is one of the entombed. Uh.
0: You see a very sad face, uh, uh, Bachnarla, like the fact that this oh. like god-like, feet, you know, I, well, no, I mean, you know last that her, her tribe had heard he'd gone off to go achieve godhood so if he's entombed in ice that probably didn't happen um so uh but uh well let's uh let's find out i guess if you oh, all want to go yeah. there oh, is yeah. no other dangers
1: reported that does not guarantee there isn't um Let's proceed with caution. Give an again. hour
2: look. It's almost certainly certainly booby trapped. Yeah. Cautiously now.
1: This is the cave at the end of the Logan's run with that guy, Ugh. the robot.
0: But just to describe the room, too, just because I think that would inform your knowledge check. Um, Cracks and fissures riddled this jagged, frozen grotto. Uh, Sharp icicles hang from the uneven ceiling, and the thick ice covers most of the walls, as the rabbit mentioned. A vertical sheet of ice fills the western end of the cavern, and frozen remains of the several creatures are visible within the ice, sealed within the frozen wall. So, what you get there for your... Did you roll something at the MC? Yeah, sorry. I rolled an
2: arcana. It's I rolled 23.
0: 23. And what did you get for your nature? 33. You you definitely realize that there might be a creature somewhere. Um, you do you know there are seven several creatures that like to hide themselves in crevasses and and rocks. Uh, you are on a different planet, so that could be anything from an outsider to somebody from Triaxian to an aberration to another forgot those rock creatures you fought earlier could be hiding here more of those for all you know um mm-hmm. but you do know it is a deep icicle cave so whatever it is is probably going to be the typical resistant to uh cold damage uh vulnerable to fire uh if there is something there more than likely
1: all right he'll use his um the, the whisper spell to kind of relay he's like okay well the protective magic, so i need to cast Everybody needs to be in close formation, so it's an ideal time for us to... We'll open this up for ideal time to attack, but uh, the spells that I'd like to cast unfortunately require touch. Understood. All right, let's keep an eye out as we come together. I only need a few seconds, but uh, let's hope
0: our invisible foe is off watch right now. Perhaps. You do realize that... If your invisible foe decided to follow you into the cavern, at least you'd be in a place where it couldn't just like escape straight up into the air. Um, oh, so true. that is something that's that is plus. one advantage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, well, then it's Brax has also kind of switched from wolf to to hybrid form and is is basically approaching Manette as kind of um, since they're the middle point and is kind of like you know mentioning folks to to come forward. And once everybody's close, is gonna do the same kind of thing that they did last time. So you recognize the motions. So um, everybody has the protection from energy, and then um, we'll do the feather wand uh, for the feather steps. So that way, everybody can avoid um, difficult terrain.
2: Oh, smart! I can do invisibility spells, and anybody who wants who wants to be invisible, invisible, I'm definitely gonna cast it on my shield you, oh, I mean, yeah, Minette, sure you and I
1: should should we be the most visible up front to draw fire and then our our powerhouses here in the rear um, as kind of like the surprise element
3: yes I think so if everyone could potentially we will be facing something evil I can lend you some of my strength if you stay close that's me my way of saying I'm gonna share aura of justice with you so you can smile <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be within 10 cool. feet. I can always use a hero point to go first if if needed. Since it's <sighs> unlikely, I will go first. <laughs> okay. yeah. Slap me with that
4: invisibility, Pippalish.
3: Yep. Uh,
2: Pippa makes her, both herself and Bayani, <laughs> invisible. And uh, I'll do my best to, If it, I also would like to haste everybody when we get closer. So like, you know, just keep, the, keep that in mind that that's something I would like to do
3: to all of you. yeah we all need to it sounds like we need to stay semi-clustered to a degree mm-hmm. Ooh, what a cool room
1: oh this does look cool whoa Ooh.
0: so you all wander in and one of the thing rex is one of the interesting things you noticed that i forgot to mention to the rabbit is there's trees just full-fledged trees just growing in this cavern and trees on glaring <sighs> do not grow in caverns and that's kind of cool um oh, beautiful. a Caverns with no light but uh, you all travel in, and for the most part, it's exactly as the rabbit explained. And uh, Boknerla sees on the back of the wall Sarnok, and she goes, that's him. And she goes running towards him. I uh, be careful.
4: wait. ho hold no,
0: um, and we will find out what happens next week because the Fantastic oh, Worlds podcast oh, is a fantastic oh, world it! Oh, that's a good point right there. <laughs> oh, she that's a it. cliffhanger. We, uh, we recommend connecting to our fantastic community. You can do so by joining uh, the conversation on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com want even more fwp uh we do produce one additional podcast far beyond the stars our space opera featuring the fly free or die adventure path uh to find out more about that go to our shows at fantasticworlds.cash uh i am dustin your bringer of bachnarla and sarnock uh you may reach me at dustin alexander
2: oh gosh i was uh trying to make a plan for next session and lost track of where we were hi i'm abby you can find me <laughs> at bonanza famine
1: this is angel you can find me at espinoza 916 this is jess
3: you can find me at hank the clank and this is logan you can find me at main man
4: 08
0: by the way logan a mm-hmm. hero point for writing episode descriptions for me on the thirst notes <laughs> because uh that actually has helped Boom. me a lot and i appreciate it <laughs> You're uh, welcome. theme song was composed and played by amy hawkinson Thank you, Sirenscape, for your sound effects and music. If you enjoy our show, spread the words to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures.
3: Oh, clong.
2: The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission.